Hello, gentle listeners, and welcome back to another episode of We Read It One Night, the romance podcast where two sisters talk about a YA fantasy romance series that imprinted on us hard, along with, you know, regular romance novels. Last year, we deep dove into the Twilight Saga, and this year, we're hopping into this generation's fantasy romance darling, A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Moss. That's right, we're switching gears from vampires to that fairy porn you've been hearing so much about on the internet. Join us as we follow Fairy, I mean Feyre, as she dives into the dangerous fairy world and develops a boner for this blonde guy named Tampon, I mean Tamlin. It's part one of our Akatar Universe Marathon. Don't forget to check out our new bookish feminist Etsy store while you listen and leave us a rating and review. Enjoy the show! All right, wait, so um, first of all, hi, listener. Happy Valentine's Day. Woohoo! This is coming out on Valentine's Day. It's also, more importantly, the day of my conception, me, Allison, because <laughs> my birthday is November 14th, which is nine months after Valentine's Day. So happy conception day to me. That's the real holiday. Uh, <laughs> as an early conception day present, Taylor Swift gave us some Gaylor content um, <laughs> because she had a party or something after the Grammys or something, and Haley Kyoko was there. And Taylor Swift took a picture with Haley Kyoko and her girlfriend, and it was very gay. And I was like, this is like, I, Taylor, if you want to convince people you're straight, this is not the way to do it. Just, so we got some great Gaylor content. No, I know. Today we're starting another time-honored tradition here at Rewetter a Night where we take a YA romance fantasy series that imprinted on us pretty hard. And we talk about it for a year. We're, this year we're doing Akatar, otherwise known as A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Mass. Moss. I don't know. She has two A's in her last name and it's very confusing. It's not that confusing. Everyone says Moss. Is it Moss? Okay. It's not Mass. In my head, I say Mass. I don't know. I don't oh, know that I've, I don't, I don't know that I've ever heard anyone say it. <laughs> on TikTok? I feel like people always say Moss. Mass, but mass also sounded right when you said it. I don't know. Listen, Any- anyway, yeah, she's she's the actor series. Sarah Mass is a big girly on TikTok, and this is her fairy book, um, specifically fairies, F A E, uh, as opposed to fairies, F A I. Well, it's not really standardized anywhere, which I think I love that tweet that's like. I really admire the fantasy genre's commitment to never, never like <laughs> yeah. standardizing the spelling okay. of fairy. Um, but Sarah, Sarah J. Maas, with this book, with with Akatar, added her own variation to the spelling because her main character is named Feyre. Okay, Feyre is our nineteen year old nineteen <laughs> yeah, year old gal, so funny. and yeah. it's and it's spelled F E Y R E, and. I only know it was Feyre because I listened to this on audiobook when I read it for the first time. But every time I saw the name, because I'd seen people talking about this book and talking about Feyre, every time I saw it written down, I was like, the character's name is Fairy. I know. Literally. <laughs> I, like, I know. I remember you named saying her that. Fairy. 
I know. She and she's not even a fairy. She's a human. I remember that's how you pitched it to me. You were like, I have this book you should read. It's about a girl named Feyre and fairies, but Feyre is not the fairy. <laughs> like, right, 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 right. That yeah, makes sure. Okay. Sense. That somehow makes sense. I was like, sense. Sarah, like, did you just like, was Feyre like a filler thing? And then like, she like finished writing it and, and like sent it off to her editor and just forgot to like change the name. I know. I mean, like, yeah, like. Like what's the name? Freya? It's probably it's just a play on Freya. I feel like which is no. Like, it's know. definitely that's that's always what she does. Is she takes all of her names and she takes them from like Gaelic and Welsh and like very that kind of like George R. R. Martin kind of thing. Well, not really, not quite. Hers aren't quite as much like just a twist on. But Freya yeah. is moving up in the charts. Feyre? No, Freya. Oh, Freya. <laughs> Where's Feyre? <laughs> I guarantee you there are favorite babies out there. I guarantee Rhea hasn't it. Quite cracked the top 100, but uh, Feyre. It's a user submitted name behind the name, so there's no popularity charts on it. It's <laughs> rude. I know they're definitely. I honestly they're feel definitely. like Nesta has more potential. I wonder if Elaine has seen a surge of popularity, although probably not spelled the same way. But. I think Elaine was already on the no, up and up. Not really. That's like there's like a little little increase, but not really. I don't know. We'll see. It remains to be seen. I don't know. Elaine's it is trending up, them. but like not really. Elaine is my middle name. What's wrong with Elaine? Um, oh, you saying she's the worst the, of the sisters? No, I'm saying the absolutely sisters. <laughs> I'm not yeah, saying the name. She is absolutely okay. Let's back up. So Feyre is the youngest of three sisters. This is this is kind of like a, a loose Beauty and the Beast retelling. Oh, I would say I was like, as I was reading, I was like, this isn't even that loose. Like, okay, fair. Like, enough. Sarah J. Mass really commits to like the big scenes from like mm-hmm. the Disney movie and like the traditional fairy tale. Like, she commits really to hard. It. Well, it's definitely not. What do you mean the Disney movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like, well, that could be from the fairy tale. I don't. I would not. Yeah, no, no. But I was traditional one, so she has the what? Uh, no, I was just gonna say. So because because of her um, commitment to the to the Beauty and the Beast retelling for this specific book. Like she just, she really abandons the fairy tale retellings like in the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I pretty much disregard the characterization of Feyre's sisters in this book because like, I'm like, she was just making like stereotypical cardboard cutout evil like sisters to like show that Feyre was not like other girls. I was like, I don't, they don't count because oh, her sisters I, become like listen. bigger characters later. I don't even know. They're just like so shit. It's not even that they're not like other girls. They're just like shitty. Oh, according to behind the name, Feyre is based on F-A-Y-R-E, the old-fashioned spelling of the English word fair, meaning fair, beautiful, which makes sense because it's like Belle. Oh, wow. Checks out. You know, that's a deep cut, Sarah. Good for good on you. Like that was mm-hmm. that was nice. Good job. Mm-hmm. I think the I think also I just want to say that um I don't know what you think, but I think that we should try like we've listener, we've obviously we've read like all of the books that have been released in this series, but I think that we should like when we talk about it, we should like not like do like spoilers for like future. Oh, I agree. Books. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay, so Feyre is the youngest of three sisters. Um, Nesta's the oldest, and then Elaine, and they used to be rich, like they used to be not peasants, but then you know, per <laughs> the original fairy tale. The dad, like, you know, to satisfy his creditors, he tried to do this risky mission with his ships because he's a merchant. And that, you know, fucked. Like, the ships sank. They're fucked now. They're poor. The mom's dead, of course. Obviously. But 
But on her deathbed, the mom made Feyre oh promise. Oh my god! Yeah, to take so care like, of her even family. Though, well, let me say, even though Feyre is the youngest, the mom was like, "Feyre, you're the one who has to promise to take care of your family, like keep them together." Feyre is the youngest, and her mom never taught her to learn, never taught her how to read. Um, that's important. That is a critical. <laughs> or right, Feyre cannot read, even though she was eleven when they lost their fortune. So like. Right, or right. Well, she, she I write. think it was that she had like her, yeah, her mom, she specifically is like, my mom like never hired a governess or like standardized our sure, education. Sure, sure, so sure. like Nesta and Elaine went to school, but yeah. And her mom made her promise that. Vera takes her promises really seriously, even though she, ha- you know, she's oh, not like goody two shoes. Like she has, she's know, one of those. She plays she's Edward and Bella. Morals. Yeah, she plays fast <laughs> loose with the morals in most other respects, which I like, I love for her. But, and that one thing, she's like, I have to keep my promise, even though they don't get two shits about me. The dad, like, doesn't take care of them because he had his will broken by his creditors who broke his leg. He can't really walk. Nesta and Elaine are pieces of shit in this yes. book. Elaine, like, and Elaine gets this treatment where they're like, well, you know, we can't hold it against her that she doesn't help. You know, she's just too beautiful. It would just never occur to her to help. And I'm like, is that really better than someone who, like, consciously makes the choice? Like, we get the quote, it wasn't like Elaine was cruel. And I was like, yeah, but arguably she's worse. Because mm-hmm. it so Nesta is like an open bitch. She's just a raging bitch. She's horrible. I love Nesta. Nesta's my favorite character in this whole series, but which we'll talk about <laughs> in later books. But at least Nesta is like completely 100% honest about who she is. Like she's not trying to like hide anything. Elaine is like, everyone's like, no, she's so beautiful and kind. But like this bitch, her family is starving and this bitch chooses to grow flowers instead of vegetables. No. Like wh- Elaine. Is the only one out here. She's the youngest and she has to start like hunting in the woods at age 14, like alone. And they won't, and then like they they won't even like help her like chop wood or like whatever. Yeah, like literally, they'd be starving. No, and the thing about the thing actually that bugged me the most about Nesta, I think I I, I think like you know throughout the whole series, but especially like now is is not even like that she just won't help or that she's a bitch. It's it's a favoritism. It it all goes back yeah. to Elaine. Like she only cares about Elaine. She'll like go to bat for Elaine, even though Elaine's a piece of shit and Fair is the one keeping them fed. Fair is the youngest. Like I guess that's what gets to me. No, like if Fair had been the oldest, like somehow it would have been. I don't know. Listen, but the know. real villain here is their dad and capitalism. But like, I, I feel like the dad does not get enough flack. Like at the end of the day, they were all children when they like became destitute <laughs> and the dad didn't do shit. I guess it's like, yeah, I mean, you're right. Objectively, I guess it's more like the attitudes that like really bugged me. Like, I don't no, know. They, they're the worst. Like, if they were all just like depressed, like the dad and like just like couldn't even, you know, and I, yeah, I don't know. Listen. It's all weaponized incompetence. Like all like. It's not even what I guess it. I guess she does like try it, but it's more just like, wow, you smell bad and you can't read, even though you're keeping us fed. You're covered in mud. <laughs> anyway. Can I just say that I love the fact that um, so Sarah J. Moss's first series was the Throne of the Grass series, and like the define one of the defining characteristics of the heroine in that is that she loves to read, like she's like obsessed with books. Mm-hmm. So I I love that Sarah J. Moss was like, I'm gonna be so different. I'm like, no one's I gonna know, claim that I read like in other- heroine. She can't read. <laughs> it's not, not even like that she likes you. Yeah, just can't. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. No. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, okay, so we start off with her. I think it also is funny that Thera, oh, Thera at one point is like, perhaps it was merciful that our mother died. Yeah, more I food for us. Too. I was like, that is stone cold. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so, so Thera's in the woods. She's hunting when she sees the steer and then like a wolf stalking it. 
the wolf is, quote, the size of a pony. And I was like, Jacob Black? Jacob Black, is that you? <laughs> a giant wolf? And a yeah. giant intelligent wolf in the woods? Yeah. Um, and she wants to obviously kill the wolf to, like, slurp it up. But also she has the thought, she's like, it could be a fairy. Because what we find out is that her family, Farah lives really close to the wall between the fairy world and the human world. And basically everyone hates the fairies because the fairies used to keep the humans as slaves like hundreds of years ago. And like they justifiably was- hate the hate the fairies. Well, like absolutely, it's fair- yeah. I- absolutely. <laughs> yeah, like honestly, I don't – yeah. Like she says multiple times, she's like, I don't understand why my particular ancestors – like, or the, why the people who live here didn't choose to go farther away because like they're on yeah. like a little like, peninsula or something that's the closest and they could have like sailed across the sea to like get to where all the – Yeah, they're are. on like a little island and like there's fairies on the other – on like the continents. Like they're, it's not just their island that has fairies but like their island's the only one that's like split up. The humans fought a war to like be free. And some of the fairies did help them. There oh, were sure. like abolitionist fairies. <laughs> So she sees the wolf and she's like, I could kill it. She's like, it could be a fairy. It could just not be a wolf. But she's like, well, fuck it. If it's a fairy, like even better. And she has this like special arrow of like a special type of wood. What kind is it again? Ash. Or something. Ash, ash wood. Ash arrow that kills fairies like according to their legends. But they have like a bunch of legends about fairies like that they can't lie, like iron. Yeah. Well, it's all like the traditional like fairy sure, like sure. in like so our mythology. She kills the wolf and like the wolf just like looks at her the whole time. Has a sl- very slow, painful death. <laughs> like, she's like, I literally watched mm-hmm. like the light leave this whole She spit through his eye, yeah. And then she Jesus. skins the pelt and like she can't even take. That's what gets me. She can't even take both the wolf and the deer. She doesn't try yeah. to go backboard or anything either, which is like bold. Oh, part of the reason she kills the wolf is also because she's like, um, well, I can't shake get a deer because the then the wolf is definitely going to fight me for the deer. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. But it's mostly because she's like, well, it's a fairy. Like, that's good. Uh, and that's yeah. So then she takes it home. And that's when we find out how shitty the sisters and dad are. But at least they're, like, excited about the pelt. Yeah. She's going to get a lot of money for it. But Nessa yeah. and Elaine have the audacity to be like, I need a new pair of boots. Like, Nessa's like, I need a pair. I need a new cloak. And Farah's like, um, I'm hunting in the woods every day. And, like, my toes are poking out of my boots. <laughs> like what it's implied that they regularly just like take the money the extra money that she gets and i was like why they were like you should like hide this in a tree that they can't climb or something yeah, or like like, it, like in your yeah i don't understand like jesus i guess i just can't imagine like i don't know maybe it'd be, it'd be different like living day to day but i'm like i just don't understand how you can i don't know listen they're the out financial here. irresponsibility <laughs> I'm just like, I don't understand. It's, it's less the financial – like, I understand wanting nice things. It's more just, like, the fuck you to, like, the person who got it for you. Like, you're – again, your younger sister. Yeah. Who can't even read. <laughs> it's out here risking her life. What up? I'm Farah. I'm 19, and I never fucking learned how to read. Exactly. No, wait. That's – listen, that sums it up. That's And at least the dad is like, where did you get this? He's like, it's too dangerous. Like, at least he recognizes, but, like, and at not least that he dad has the excuse of, like, being disabled. Like, he can barely walk. Sure, so, like, sure. sure. But, like, I just, I, again, like, I think I could forgive it more if, like, even if they still weren't helping her hunt, right? Even if they still, like, it's just the attitude of, like, wow, you still suck. Yeah. We hate you. But give You're us smelly. Money. Why do you yeah. smell like blood as she comes home covered in like deer carcass and right. wolf? Like that they're going to be eating and then like she has to stop them from like eating too much so they have leftovers. Like I just can't. Yeah. That's like, oh, I, yeah, like yeah. I, yeah. Like they don't all have to be out there. Like I mean obviously that's still shitty if you're not going to like even try to help but like whatever. Yeah. 
Thera also likes to paint, by the way. Like that's her that's her personality trait. Not reading because sure. she that's can't what she, read. She like her in her dream world, like her her wildest dreams are to get her sisters married off to not shitty people for some reason. And then like <laughs> just have her and her dad to support and like be able to paint. That she they have this like dresser that she painted for each of them and she put like flowers on Elaine's and like fire on Nesta's and on hers, she put a night sky. She filed that. So remember that. Yeah. Um, and Sarah J. Mass doesn't know how to describe painting um in any other way other than color and light and shape. Like that it's some variation of those. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's giving lips and teeth and tongue. Like it's yeah, she just does not. There is always like she sees something and she's like, Oh, the colors and the lights and the shapes are so beautiful. (laughs) I was like, Sarah, (laughs) you couldn't even use synonyms. God. No, I mean, listen, keep it simple. Keep it safe. So the next day they go down to the town to try to sell the pellet and like get some money. And they run into these like the children of the blessed, which are like humans who are like fairy syncophants. They're fairy Mormons. They're like, fairy, like excuse me, do you yeah. have time to hear about the like word of fairies so you, today? You too would grow across the, go across the wall and live in peace and happiness. And every literally everyone hates them. And this is like the one time we see Fair and her sisters united with and like also the yeah. other villagers. They're all like, you're fucking stupid. You're going to get eaten. Fuck you. And then like they have to like like yeah. Like Nessa's like literally ready to fight. Yeah, oh my god, I love it. Um and Fair is also like and oh Nessa like shows the like the the fairy Mormon like her like bracelet. She's like, how dare you wear that like around your wrist? Yeah. But um I they are like fairy, fairy attacks have increased in the last 50 years. And listener, that's called foreshadowing. Which is, like, interesting that they even have, like, a historical record of that, like, the last 50 years. I don't know. It's interesting. Um, Other people can read and write. <laughs> I guess. But, like, uh, it seems like it's just, like, rumors and stuff. And, like, that doesn't seem like the kind of thing that lasts for 50 years, when you know, in the human realm. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I guess. Um, so, they, she runs – so, Thera talks to this, like, assassin lady – Who's like really? It's really this whole like weird town scene is really just giving like NPC video game interaction vibes. One hundred percent. None of this is really necessary. We don't really learn that much. It's all just we like, do. We do learn that Bear is not a virgin, which I like. She has sure. like a fuck buddy in the town. I I will say so. Yeah, Bear talks with like a mercenary. That's it. Really doesn't come back later. But I was wondering, like, um, I was like, why doesn't the mercenary mercenary like come back later in the book or even later in the series? And then I remembered I'm reading the Throne of Glass series right now, and there's a lot of characters that Sarah J. Maas like introduced in like the prequel novellas that don't come mm-hmm. back until like book like five, six, or mm-hmm. seven. You know, they don't come back mm-hmm. until way later. So I wonder yeah. whether the mercenary is just gonna like make an appearance in yeah. like <laughs> the next book. Maybe. I mean, her defining characteristic is like these. She was attacked by a fairy, and she has these like scars, like dark scars, veiny scars. I'm picturing like really intense varicose veins all up her yeah legs. that's, what I was that's how i identify her and she like gives fair a really good deal she's like she's yeah she even has like a backstory she's and fair is like why are you doing this like why like this is not a fair trade and the, the mercenary is like well someone helped me and mine at a time we really needed it and i figured it was about time to return the favor yeah. so like yeah like when's the mercenary right. i want her backstory right. <laughs> when's right. she back? maybe her and elaine are gonna get together or something listen no <laughs> she's so good for elaine <laughs> yeah we also anyway. learned about like the mortal queens that it took to make the treaty, which like unclear why it would take. I just the biggest thing about this whole okay, so the fairies in this book live like literally thousands of years, and the humans are normal. They're basically humans. immortal. Like I don't think they have basically like a life, like a living yeah. memory of so, a like, lifespan for fairies. Sure, sure, but like 
what really it's just like the humans only live like a hundred you know not even a hundred like normal human lives so just the idea that like I don't even know why that like the idea that the humans would be taken seriously in any capacity like it just doesn't make sense it just doesn't not that like the humans should be slaves but like it just doesn't even make sense that there'd be like any any possibility of equality like it just doesn't make any sense that they'd even do you get what I'm saying yeah like it's like are and I guess they're intelligent, so it's not quite like us in a cicada. But like, it's kind of like that, <laughs> like, right? Are you gonna be out here making a treaty? Why would it ever take a cicada? And I get, I get it. Like me, let's say I, I want to step up for cicada rights, and I'm like, there's a little treaty, no more cicada squishing. But like, in what world would it take six of the cicadas to get together and be at all a part of it in any way, shape, or form? <laughs> it just does not. It just does not compute, right? Like. <laughs> And that's what really – that's like the biggest suspension of just – I don't know. Just like something about it. I mean you have book. to do that anytime there's a there's a, a situation in which there's like a mythical like being interacting with humans. Like even Lord of the Rings. Like why the fuck do the elves take the human seriously? Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. The elves are immortal. Yeah. They do because like your reader is a human and you need someone to relate to. Yeah, I guess. Listen – like the fairies are basically humans. Like I don't know, whatever. So then, okay. So then oh. they get money. What? Yeah. Sorry. No. Just in this scene, like when Fairy's talking with the mercenary, she like looks over at her sisters and she's like, "Wow, their skin is quote so infinitely delicate and shreddable." I know. <laughs> like, like, listen, Fairy's oh just really in her head, like totally stone cold about her whole family. <laughs> She was like, good thing my mom died because she wouldn't be able to handle being poor. Nesta and Elaine are infinitely shreddable. Well, no, she, she's also like not stone cold at all. Like she's – it's out of concern for them and I just don't yeah. understand. Like I mean I get no, it. No, it's I, out again, of commitment it. to her promise. That's what it right, is. Right, but also like she definitely does still care. I mean I guess it's I, – yeah, I guess she's just like a little traumatized baby. Like, Feyre is like a really good person in a lot of ways and I was just like – I think that's why I relate to Nesta because I'm like, Feyre, you're too good. <laughs> You're too nice. <laughs> You're too yeah. forgiving. I guess like if you were in her position, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess like it's like easy to like look from the outside and be like, this is a toxic situation. But like if that's how you're right. literally lived your whole life or like not Also, even, it's know, like what the it. the options are like let my family starve to death or like take care of them. <laughs> you know. Mm, I guess, but she cares about them even more than I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Okay, so it's that night. They're all like slurping up their medicine jerky or whatever and the door bursts open it's the beast like literally a beast the whole like Farrah like basically the whole family like hides behind the table except for Farrah who's like out there throwing knives like literally she's like so ready to fight like listen I get listen you got fight flight or freeze I it's hide for me but I listen Farah is fight every time. Absolutely, <laughs> she's yeah, like literally every time. I mean, she'll fight when she needs to, but like not before the fight, like not before not fighting until first. after a fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, she's like analyzed. Okay, can I fight right now? No. Okay, then I leave. But she always considers mm-hmm. fighting first. Mm-hmm. And it's the beast, and the beast is like, "You killed my friend," and. They're, the dad's like, we didn't kill anyone. What are you talking about? Like, sorry, it must have been a mistake. And Farrah was like, no, I fucking killed him. It was me. I <laughs> no, killed he's him. fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. And the piece is like, all right, well. I'm not sorry. The treaty, the treaty that like – and Farrah's like, wait, I didn't sign. That's very much an agreement I did not agree to. It's it's very much a work-saving agreement that I did not agree to. <laughs> 
<laughs> I would like to be excluded this from this narrative, one which I never I asked never to be asked a part of. Part. Yeah. <laughs> and the fairy's like, or the, you know, the beast fairy is like, well, okay, you got to come back to me with me he's like you you can well your life is forfeit and she's like all right fine take it to the outside at least the family yeah, she's, she's, like, she's like all no, right no, listen. but it's not it's not so that it's not even necessarily so that her family doesn't see him kill her it's so that her family doesn't have to clean up the blood oh my <laughs> god she's like oh it makes such a mess oh my god they never get the blood out of the floors oh my god god forbid <laughs> And then, yeah, so the fairy's like, um, okay, well, I could kill you or you could just like come back and like hang out with me in mm-hmm. like Prithian, which is fairy world. And mm-hmm. everyone's like, that's the better option. It's like, like the phrasing is like Prithian claims your life or whatever. And she yeah. at this point still thinks that fairies can't lie. Just keep that in mind. So I guess that's why she like. Yeah, that I, I think even, it's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Not that I even really, yeah, got that impression that she was, like, acting so much based yeah. on that. But, like, I don't know but then what, her dad is I don't know what like, alternative choices she could have made. Yeah, her dad's, like. Right. Her dad's, like, don't come back. But yeah, it's, like, he's, in like, a, he's, like, it's in you a, like you're escape. too good for this place. You know, like, go make a better life for yourself. Not, like, we hate you. Mm-hmm. Don't come back. Yeah, but, but like still, like, he, doesn't, he doesn't even try to like go in her place or like beg it's the, the last thing he tells her. Is yeah, because he doesn't even like try to. Yeah, there's like no none of them will even make eye contact. None of them try to like bargain in any way. Go in her place. We find out that when the dad no. was eating his leg beat, the only reason they stopped short of killing him was because like 11 year old Vera was begging them and like shit herself and like throwing up like (laughs) right um yeah well again alina nested barricaded themselves in the back room which i mean understandable she goes (laughs) back with this monster man it turns out his name is tampon no it's (laughs) (laughs) it's tamlin um which autocrats um yes tamlin (laughs) so it turns out tamlin is not he's not fully in beast form he can have like a you know fairy slash human form fairies look like humans but with pointy ears you know as you'd expect fair also thinks that fairies eat humans at this point as well that's another one oh, of yeah her, like, which is not not beliefs. true like it's not, I, not true. but it's also like Hamlin is specifically high fey there's fairies and then there's high fey yeah. But the fairies yeah. can be like many different forms. They, they're really all fairies, but like you no, know, no, no. I think it's, it's the so. The fairy, the high fae are basically just humans with pointy ears. The high fae are like the Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. elves, like that. Like they're mm-hmm. just hot with pointy ears. Mm-hmm. Whereas the fairies are like the weird, like they have like weird animalistic good. features and like bark like skin, mm-hmm. like wings and that. Like they're like, but some of them the literally moon. just look like humans, but it's like racism. Maybe they don't live as long. I don't know what it is, but yeah, <laughs> like Alice. Like I don't know. I think she can like turn into something. Um, so he looks like a human with pointy ears, except that he has a mask that's like permanently attached to his face. And it turns yeah. out that this is the result of some like mysterious blight on the land that's like that's what's like responsible for like um things going through the wall and like attacking humans. And he tells her like that that's why the wolf yeah. yeah, the wolf was across the wall to try to like scout out a cure for the blight or whatever. And everyone in his like cast everyone in the castle has like the masks attached to. It's yeah. in the spring court. There's this creator that I um I don't I for, I don't know her username but she um she like does like cosplays of like, and she does a lot of like Avatar ones and whenever she does Tamlin she <laughs> she does like a mask tan tan line so like the upper <laughs> part of her face has, like, <laughs> and she does it every single time and it's hilarious. <laughs> 
that. I mean, listen, it's been like 50 years at this point, right? Like, yeah. You think it was totally ever going to scrape the court? Not, like, yeah. he's outside the, the UV is not zero, I'll tell you that. So she goes and basically hangs out and she meets Lucian, who's Tamlin's friend and has like a fake eye. And Let me hair. just point out that and Tamlin like basically magic roofies Thera on their journey to his house. Like he knocks her he? out for two days. Oh, okay, okay. Listen, fair enough. I wouldn't be mad, honestly. She beats Alice, her servant slash friend, um, <laughs> like cleaning her up and giving her like, and she want a dress, and she's like, I want pants instead, so that I can run away. And Alice like finally gives her like nice pants and Hamlin's like, I know you just wanted pants so you could run away. Um, yeah, she's like, there's like, I can't wear a dress. Like, how will anyone know I'm not like other girls if I don't wear pants? No, no, no. no. She does it because she wants not to run all. away. Not but- at all. She's literally like, it's going to be much harder to escape. Because her whole mind, this whole time, she's like, I have to get back to my family. Like, I can't leave them. Yeah. When, I mean, at this point, she's not wrong. Like, they will be starving. Yeah. Much, you know? But wait, when she when she sees Lucian, she sees that Lucian wears a mask too. And Lucian, because he's missing one, he has like a big scar right and so mm-hmm. she's like oh so maybe like Tamlin wears the mask like Lucian wears the mask to cover his ugly ass scar and like Tamlin wears the mask out of solidarity <laughs> <laughs> yeah so then she like you know takes a bath or whatever and she comes down for dinner and Tamlin is like I'm gonna give her a compliment watch this your hair is clean <laughs> it's the best thing you can say I know I know that's like the best comment you come up with like and so like yeah, people rag on Tamlin for, like, not caring enough to, like, try really go at it with their originally. Yeah. But, like, honestly, I think that's – like, he doesn't fake, you know? He's not – it would be – I don't know. I think it would be worse if he was, like, immediately just, like, turning on the, on the old charm and, like, trying to – Yeah, but he's her. also just, like, like either just totally ignoring her or, like, mean. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Just, like, for a man who's who's – and the thing is, it's not just his life that's affected. It's every, it's all his quote. Cool, like sure, but I just mean like in the in the context of him being like a romance hero or whatever. I guess, yeah. I guess he could still be like nice to her without like really trying. He to, could like, come up with a better compliment her. than your hair is clean. Your hair is clean. Deceiver, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Okay, so she's like, well, "What am I supposed to do?" And he's like, "Whatever the fuck you want." Like I literally don't care, but like you can leave if you want, but like whatever. Um, so the next day she goes on like a ride with Lucian and she's still the whole time. She's like, no, I can't just stay here until I die. Like, God forbid. I can't I live just, in like, luxury. Yeah. Which like, but like honestly, food. yeah, but honestly it is setting up like a lot for the next books, but like, you know, no, I get it. I get it. No, she's, I mean, she's active. Yeah. She's like spent half her life. Like the reason, the reason that Feyre is going on this ride with Lucian is because she's like, um, I'm gonna get Lucian. Mm. I'm gonna manipulate Lucian into manipulating Tamlin to let me go. Yeah, <laughs> like, she's like, I need an she's, ally she's here. Got she's got layers wrong. and layers and layers she of plans. She strategizes. <laughs> like, apparently, how you're supposed to go into conversations with like a goal, like a purpose, which I don't really understand. But Fair is good at that. <laughs> um, <laughs> all the stable boys have horse masks. <laughs> and, like this, this applies to like other like. Like, all the, like, fairies that work in the gardens have, like, bug masks. Like, I was like, these poor people have, like, themed masks. Or Adora's like, yeah, I can't imagine having that section on my face. Like, it's itching just thinking I'd tear my skin off. And I was like, yeah, listen, you're right. I mean, Wait, yeah. mask? Uh, fox. It's a fox. Okay, and Tamlin's is a bird. Yeah, I th- or a lot. I don't know. Yeah, sure, it's a bird. Um, but Tamlin also just like a common theme. We get the first instance here, but like just consistently 
uh, he like is constantly clenching his fists and like struggling to keep his like claws from popping out like wolverine like all the time and i'm Mm -hmm. like boy you gotta work on that like the immediate like wish Mm -hmm. to turn into like a ravaging beast (laughs) you're not hugh jackman okay so like let's let's calm down yeah no i know um so they're on this ride and they encounter this spooky really terrifying sounding bog creature that like it's like a mist and it tries to get you to look at it and it's like let me it's like the basilisk it's, it's like yeah. me eat you let me crush yeah and they like they don't well, look at it I, but you can't you also like you can't acknowledge it you can't like react yeah, exactly. and it reminded me of um in avatar the last airbender when like um Aang goes to the spirit realm and he meets like the face stealer where like you have to maintain a completely blank expression or he'll steal your face um Mm -hmm. and so like that's what I was imagining um I also want to point out so this you said that you mentioned this thing is called the bog um and listener you may think bog b-o-g that makes sense uh I would just I would like to emphasize that it's actually spelled b-o-g-g-e and that I think That my and in general, I think my enjoyment of this series was exponentially higher because I've only ever read it in audiobook. I think it's if I had possible. to see all these silly names, <laughs> I would just really the bogey. It was like a bogey so, man. I was expecting I like a B A apostrophe A G or something, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also wanna she she's thinking of um calming thoughts when when the bog is like circling around so she like mm-hmm. you know so she doesn't react and i just would like to emphasize and a propose of nothing i would just like to emphasize that um one of the peaceful calming things is a starry night sky thank you no reason at all <laughs> 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 um so like later that night tampon goes tamlin goes out and <laughs> bites the bog and like you know gets rid of it and that's like oh wow like he must be really powerful how is he so such a baddie like whatever um yeah. and then that night like this monster another monster shows up and like pretends to be her dad like limping over to like try to rescue her and she almost gets tricked by it but like tamlin stops her which is yeah. nice of him the thing the thing that turned into her dad is called a puka and I just like I recognize like I, why if not friend why friend name <laughs> like, like a puka shell like a, a puka so cute <laughs> I don't know that's how she Ooh, pronounces it I think I think it's oh, you P- just think it's a K-A. no but that, it, it's that a... is like a actual like mythological oh they're cute no no and no they're... no it's a monster but I would just oh. like would like to say like if not friend why friend named. <laughs> Like Puka's just an objectively it, cute name. Her name. Oh, okay. Agree Puka, to disagree. Like little name. All right. Agree <laughs> to disagree. Agree to disagree on that one. Um. Oh, whatever. Um. Oh, at this point, I also would like to just call out. Um. As with Twilight, we were big Ileana Kadushin fans, and I would just like to um call for justice for Jennifer Akita who did the audiobooks for the first two books of the series and then was mm-hmm. roundly replaced by Amanda yeah. Lee Cook. And I was like, yeah. Jennifer Akita could have been Ileana Kadushin, but she was robbed. Yeah, why? And we don't like – we like her – I mean, I'm sure Jennifer Lee Cook is fine, but like I think she, she like cha- boldly changes pronunciations, I think. Yeah, Amanda yeah. Lee Cook, the, yeah, the, yeah, the one yeah, they replaced yeah. the her with. the next one, which like so bold – Oh, I'm sorry. Why? Amanda Lee Cobb. 
Jennifer Arcata is great. Yeah. She did something else that back. we listened to, I feel like. She, yes. Yes. But Amanda Lee Cobb has also done other stuff that I've listened to. Oh, okay. I think I like – I can't remember. I either like really couldn't get over the difference when I got the next book or I like didn't notice and you had to like point it out to me. No, you I did. Remember, or I didn't I, notice until the pronunciations or something. No, I remember getting a stream of texts like immediately <laughs> of you being like, what the hell? Why did she change – like the pronunciation's different. Why did they get a new narrator? Like what is this? You like very likely that you brought up Ileana Kadushin like oh you know, yourself. Yeah, yeah oh, I yeah. remember like a string of like this is <laughs> I, I don't yeah I wonder I mean maybe she just like was too busy for it or something they are long books you know maybe she has something no I get but also like what a like how much is she kicking herself especially with like how popular this oh, series is yeah. now you know yeah, yeah. like you think yeah it's true mm-hmm. I mean it was popular like from the start like I remember hearing about it when the first book came out like I've been hearing about it for a while and I very purposely was like oh I'm gonna wait until all three books are out before I read it do audiobook what? narrators get like royalties the same way? Like, is it? I mean, obviously, no, but, if it's but it can more popular increase, to get more like yeah. you know visibility or whatever. Or hear I don't think no audiobook narrators yeah. <laughs> usually only get paid like, a, like a, just a lump yeah. recording fee. Yeah, I was when I first heard about the series. Like, I heard I was like, okay, I'm gonna it's gonna be a trilogy. Okay, so like I'm gonna wait until all three books are like out, so I don't have to deal with like you know cliffhangers and like that kind of stuff. And then mm-hmm. Sarah J. Moss was like, guess what? <laughs> I'm there's gonna, another. There's six books and three novellas. <laughs> and so now, like a sucker, I have to wait for like five more books to come out. And she hasn't even started writing the next book yet. I know. Wait, how, wait, wait, wait. How many? There's are three novellas out and no other books? No, there's one novella out. There's two no like on un- two more unnamed novellas on Goodreads, and yeah. then there's two more books in the like oh, okay. regular. So like, there's full only two books more things that, are, that we're waiting for. Or there's only three more things that we're waiting for. Another four. Book. Wait, two more books. Two books, books and two. There's only no, there's, there's one book out. I'm saying how many are out. I asked you how many are out. One novella and one book are out. Okay, yeah. In the second part of the series, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, so Tampon comes back from killing, killing the bog. <laughs> And is like shredded up, but she's like he's relatively unscathed. If Tamlin was this powerful, I can only imagine how powerful the High Lords of Prithian must be, because <laughs> there's like seven High Lords, or right? Yeah, there's seven courts. There's the Spring Court, which is where Feyre is. Um, there's the Summer Court, the Autumn Court, the Winter Court, the Night Court, the Day Court, and the Dawn Court. There's not suspiciously a Dusk Court. Um, so Feyre is like. She's like, well, I got to get a letter to my parent or family to like warn them about this like blight or whatever, but she can't read or write. So she tries, she's like, I'm not going to, it's too embarrassing. I'm not going to ask anyone. I'm just going to learn myself. So she like holds herself in the library and like tries to like write random words, but like doesn't, or like try to write down words she doesn't know. But Tamlin does know because when when he comes back from like hunting yeah. down the whatever, like she is like wandering around the house making a map of all the escape routes. She's, I know. Like, and he comes and he looks at her map, and I guess like because she's just so bad at writing, he's like, "You can't read or write, can you?" And she's like, <laughs> "No." <laughs> but instead of being like, "I'll teach you," he's like, "Good thing that you're good at other things." <laughs> well then he but, but then when she makes 
the list, he offers to help her. No, no, no. I know. He does later offer to help her. But in this, like, his first instinct is not, oh, I'll teach you how to read and write or I'll I'll get someone to teach you how yeah. to read and write. It's um, I do like in this scene where they they do like bond over um, having to like uh, both having to being like unwillingly mm. taking up the mantle of like taking care yeah, of other people. Yeah, we find out he like really didn't even want to be the high. He's like mad about having the title. Like yeah, he was like the youngest son. The only reason he became the High Lord yeah. was because well, we didn't. We don't, she doesn't even know he's the High Lord at this point. But yeah, she is, she's like about to find out. Sure, sure. I'm just saying, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's just funny when she finds out. Yeah, and she's like, I just think there's like a bunch of like very Twilighty. She's like, it's one thing to talk oh. to him as if he wasn't a predator made to kill and destroy. Like, oh, I don't know 100%. something about that. It's like, oh, I can kill you. Yeah. <laughs> At one time, at, at one point, no, I mean, I'll talk about it later. Yeah, there's a bunch of like little Twilight things. I was like, Sarah J. Mouse was heavily influenced. Yeah. You cannot convince me otherwise. No. I mean, Twilight's really the template. Twilight's the template that this book is based mm-hmm. on. Like, that this and like, and, so like all many. the like modern yeah. romantic fantasies that are mm-hmm. like coming out. Like, Twilight's really and the seven template. Seven Days in for June, them. her like vamp. Yeah. Well, okay, um, that's not a romantic week. fantasy. <laughs> It's not a yeah, fantasy books, series. No, 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 the books that she's write that she writes. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Okay, so then we find out about this thing called the serial, which is like, which like I don't really understand because Farrah's like she still thinks fairies can't lie, and like so the chat you trot the serial yeah. and you get answers to your questions, but then she's like, I don't know, I was just confused when she finds out the fairies can lie. She's like, well. Is this the serial tell me the truth? But like, what would be the I point? I think the serial like, like has to like has to answer your questions, whereas like the other fairies don't. Oh, could have just to not answer. answer. Yeah, sure. They could like tell half truth or whatever. Yeah. So Lucian like tells her quote unquote how to find and catch it, and he's like it's super dramatic. He's like you gotta get some chicken blood and like the full moon. Not not actually, but like and like no, you know, yeah. Trap it like with a rope and like then it'll get answers. Yeah. And <laughs> she does that. And it turns out, like, Alice tells her later, she's like, yeah, don't fucking do that next time. All you had to do was, like, offer it a new coat and it would have been, like, growling at your feet. <laughs> like, don't – there's just such an Damn. asshole move on Lucian's part. Yeah. And this oh, no, yeah, like, is Lucian's dangerous. just, like – Lucian is both, like, justifiably a jerk because she did kill his good friend. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I was like, can you, like, simmer down, Lucian? Like, you just – like, I need you to stop. <laughs> mm-hmm. God. So she talks to the serial – uh, the serial tells her, like, this is how she finds out that uh, Hamlet is the High Lord. And the serial is like, mm. stay with the High Lord, human. He will shield you from Bitch. him, from her. So stay close to him and all will be righted. Yeah. Yeah. There's this mysterious her that keeps being mentioned. Yeah. Like, that she. That, that's like, like, this, per- like, yeah, she mm-hmm. is like evil or whatever. And like, Fair mm-hmm. is like, Fair is initially like, oh, is she like the High Lady? Which, she has that thought a bunch of times. She's like, maybe it's yeah. a lady, not a high lord, like here. Yeah. Yeah. So like, keep that in mind. Yeah. Then the serial gives her like an unnecessary background of like the war or whatever. And mm-hmm. the serial is about to tell her about like the blight, you know, that's like affecting magic and has been like mm-hmm. is causing the masks and everything. But then they mm-hmm. get interrupted by the by Naga. The naga, which are like mean fairies. And they're like, hmm, we served this cream. They do eat people. Yeah. And possibly, yeah. And she like fights them, but she manages to like the serial's like, help me, help me. And she manages to like free she uses me for a shot to free the serial. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's like, so nice now the fr- serial and her are like BFFs. Like the serial mm-hmm. is like the gossip girl of Prithian, and they just mm-hmm. like show up. And like anytime Feyre needs like the 411, the serial yeah. shows up. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, 
And yeah, so then like she kills like some of the Naga, but like they're about to finish her when like Tamlin shows <laughs> up and she like has this thought where she's like she's basically like i'm not going like they're definitely gonna kill kill me but i'm not gonna go down without a fight and then immediately after that line they like take her bow and like snap it in half and like throw her to the ground (laughs) i just like the juxtaposition (laughs) of her being like i'm scrappy i'm gonna take them down like i'm taking as many of them down with me yeah and then like immediately no (laughs) she's out like well as many of them as you can turns out to be zero well she does kill like no no she did kill one she did kill one yeah out of four yeah um okay so then like she talks to alice and i don't know the main takeaway alice has like these nephews oh wait tamlin and- sa- appears to save her that's what i said I from said the naga and saves the day yeah yeah oh i didn't I hear don't have you. To talk about alice but I, I just would like to say that he does um disembowel one of the naga which Absolutely. was just he very his like they finally come in useful and yeah, so Farah is like asking everybody about like the blight and like she's like the serial told me all this shit, like whatever, like can you like I want to know what's going on and everyone keeps being like Farah, you don't need to know what's going on. And Farah's like the hell I don't. Like I have to live in fairy world for the rest of my life. Like why aren't you fucking telling me like there are bad things happening. I want to know why. <laughs> and then Farah finally figures out that fairies can lie. Right. And she's like right. are you I know. She's like really she's really embarrassed. It's just funny. They're like, yeah, yeah like, I mean it is you? embarrassing. Yeah, of course we can fucking lie. Um and then she also finds out like Tamlin tells her that he was like a kid during the war, which was like five hundred years ago, right? She's like, Why you're really fucking old? Because this is like when she finds out that some fairies like helped the humans. It wasn't just the humans against fairies. Because Tamlin's like, Yeah, how the fuck do you think they ever got to the point of like getting a treaty? Like you really think that they like they were out here with like arrows and we're fucking fairies. Like we have what? We have magic. Listen. <laughs> They don't even have guns. Listen, this is the 18th. Like, I don't know what's, like, you know, like. There's no guns, germs, or steel. Listen. (laughs) Just blight. Uh, And ash arrows. And iron, I guess. Um, And she's like, oh, did you you help the humans? He's like, no, I was a kid. But, like, I totally would have. Like, I totally would have. Yeah, I definitely would have. Meanwhile, we find out a little bit later that, like, his dad and brothers absolutely would, did not, like, own older brothers. Like, they had slaves and, like, were they were anti human. Like, yeah, they, like, they were pro human slave. For, so, I'm like, that's really bold out here. You're, you're the kid in, like, you know, social studies class being like, absolutely, I would have, like, I don't know, like, I don't want to, like I know I what you're, I there, know what like, you're Yeah, like, I don't know. It's just, yeah. Obnoxious. I would have been leading I mean, the resistance, and it's like, no, yeah. bitch, you would have like right, been hiding right, in the right, house. Right, right, like me, yeah, exactly. Listen, listen, I can be honest with myself. Like, I know that if I were like in most of those situations, like I, I would just be like cowering or would run away. Like, I know myself. Like, I and I am, I am willing to admit that about myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wouldn't actively do harm, but I would like wouldn't go out of my way. <laughs> you wouldn't be out there like punching people. In the no, street. I don't know. Listen. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess you, you um, never but know until Farrah, you're in the situation. Farrah, like, is like, oh, wow. Like, see, I would have just, like, picked whichever side kept my family safe. And I never thought of that <laughs> as a weakness until now. I'm like, right. Um, <laughs> I mean, she's scrappy. And this is when we find out that – because she's, like, she's still, like, really worried about her family. She's like, yeah, like, you, they're fucking going to starve. And Tamlin's like, well, I'm not that much of an asshole. Like, don't worry. They think they, – <laughs> I glamored their memories, like alter their memories to make them think that you got called away to help a wealthy aunt. And like I also gave them back their wealth basically, like they're living in luxury. 
Yeah. Um, and I did that to stop your dad from coming after you. Like I didn't want him to like break the treaty yeah. even more. And she's like, LOL, he wouldn't have come. Yeah. And yeah, Fair is like, they wouldn't have given a fuck either way. And she's also like, she constantly is having this like thought where she's like, she like one of her things is like she wants to be remembered. Like she wants to be like relevant. Mm. And she's like, well, nobody, I mean, like my family doesn't care about me. Which is no, not you're saying it in a way of like, oh, like I don't want it. I want to go no. down in history. No, it's literally no, just like no, normal. No. Like, wow, my family literally didn't care about me enough to like right. even ask for me to not be taken, much right. less remember that I existed ever. Well, you know, yeah, that's what I was saying. I wasn't saying yeah. that in a bad way, but like she wants to be like – she wants people it's not to a big like ask. hold it's her like very in that – Right. She wants people to care enough about her yeah. to remember her. Which, like, I, I can't <laughs> imagine like, who doesn't. wouldn't want that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then she finally realizes she's like, I guess my vow is like, you know, we're good. I guess it's – listen. And that only like stays in her little brain for a little bit. Like she's almost immediately yeah. back on her bullshit. But like for that moment, yeah. she's like, wow, I guess I guess we're good. I guess I can just like r- take a breath and relax. She's like – like, and that's when she gets it the nerve to like ask for paints and brushes. And Tamlin's like, yeah. Do you like to paint? It's like, absolutely. He's so flustered. He's so absolutely cute. I do. I have absolutely. my gallery. Yeah, like I'll get it for you. He's like, Well, not tomorrow. It needs to be clean. So I'll show I'll show it to you this ne- the next day. The next day I'll show it to you. Yeah, he shows it to her. But Tamlin overall is just like so bad at flirting. At one point, we do get an almost cheek touch, like Edward Cullen. Like at one point, Tamlin does <laughs> almost go like down her cheek and then like run away. But not quite there. But I was like, uh, any boy, it's you. Yeah. Wait, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. And at one point when Fair is like in the library trying to teach herself how to read and you know, her short-lived attempt to try to teach herself how to read and write. Um, she sees a map of Prithian. So she sees like all the courts and she sees that there is a big barren mountain in the middle. So file that away for later. And also that the night court, appropriate of nothing, is the biggest one and is far north. Mm. Is it really the biggest? Interesting. Yeah. It's like the most land. Oh, yeah. That makes sense, I guess. Okay. Because like, okay. Yeah. Um, so then that night, there's like this traumatic scene with like poor little blue fairy guy. Who apparently was like dumped oh over the border with his wings? His wings are chopped. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, it's really I don't uh, I don't like it. And like basically, Tamlin has like healing magic, but like he can't use it to its placeful like power anymore. Like yeah. he has the blight ostensibly. And so basically, Farah just like talks to the fairy. She's like, "It's gonna be okay. Yeah. Like, it's gonna be okay. You'll get your wings back." The fairy's like, "I want my wings off." She cut my wings yeah. off. She cut my wings off. Yeah, the and mysterious died. And Lucian, like, throws up there, like, is the only one yeah. who. Tamlin also, like, Tamlin does, like, the, the fairy death prayer. And it's it's basically just Christian. Like, it's just Christianity. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's just the Christian, but, like, with fairy words instead mm-hmm. of, like, God and Jesus. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things, like, especially in later books that, like, are really heavily influenced by, like, Judaism. Like, there's a lot of, like, fairy lore that is just, like, the Torah. <laughs> remember and i just like i don't know what sarah dreamhouse was going for but like she was heavily influenced by that obviously mm-hmm. um also i want to say like this scene is really cute i like i think this like really sort of shows like Vera's like goodness in a way that like we haven't really seen before because before mm-hmm. it was kind of more just about survival mm-hmm. um but she does have a thought when they're when she's holding the dying fairy's hand and she is like oh, oh i know i'll never be able to paint his skin <laughs> I know. Oh my god! I was like, like, "Girl, it's not the time." I know. It's not the but time. also, she like, yeah, I don't know. It's like she is constantly like, "Oh, I want to paint that." Like, she, like you know, not yeah. that she has paints. <laughs> and she says sorry to Tamlin about the wolf for the first time. She's like, "Sorry about killing your friend." Like, 
Yeah. And he's like, wow, you really care a lot about this fairy. I thought you hated fairies. And she's like, no, I'm sorry about that. She's like, I'm not an asshole. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and then Tamlin, like, buries the fairy by himself and won't let her help. And then he takes her on a horseback riding date. But Lucian also comes. No, and like, they go with Lucian and Tamlin. Out. They yeah. go hang out in the meadow, and I was just like, it's like it's giving like it Edward really and Bella is. in the meadow, really and like is. Jacob is there too. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. so weird. Mm-hmm. But not Jacob. He's not Jacob. It's more like, like Seth um, Clearwater, like Seth Clearwater, or like Ben. Like you know how in the not like yeah, girls, like yeah, like yeah, yeah. Listen, just like hey guys. <laughs> I don't know. It's so funny because like yeah, they set up like a little picnic blanket, and then like she sits down, and then she's like. And they're whispering behind me for like who should sit next to me. <laughs> like, and it's you definitely know, like it's definitely like Lucian being like, hey man, go sit next to her. And Tamlin's like, no, I don't want to. You go do it. And she's like, fucking sit, sit your ass down. Sit down. Yeah. Go sit next to her. Do it now. Listen, look at me. Look at me in my eyes. What is the point of this whole shit? Why did Lucian, our friend, Wolfie friend man, die? <laughs> like, Lucian listen. Constantly matchmaking, like, fair die. He's like, oh my God. He's like, just, like I keeping them on task. everything. Yeah, yeah. He's the only one who like has his eye on the prize here. Anyway, yeah, he he like specifically tells Tamlin at one point yeah. he's like you need to stop brooding and get your shit together. Mm-hmm. Like he says Tamlin, brooding. Yeah, Tamlin like finally sits down. It's like, oh, do you like it? You like it? Good he takes her over there. to like a pool, like a little uh-huh. pond filled with starlight. Like that's yeah, what it is. Like it's cool. it's cool. And Fair is like, oh, like it's so pretty. And then she looks over and like Tamlin's just taking his clothes off. Like mm-hmm. she's like, what do you, sir? He's like, take your clothes off. Let's go swimming. <laughs> she's at. like, it's no. Like that. It's like that. Where your clothes at? Yeah. But she is like, oh yeah, but I do like I I do know how to swim because I watched the other neighborhood children <laughs> swimming and then I taught myself like just like hunting and I was like, listen, I was willing to believe that you learned how to hunt by like watching other people do it, but I don't think swimming is something that you could just like watch so a video about and then like jump in. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. But I really don't remember how I like actually learned how to swim like. We did swimming lessons. No, I know, but I don't remember like the feeling, right? Like how I can't remember learning how to write. Like I know I was, I know I went to writing lessons in school, you know, but like, right? I don't remember like actually there being a moment when I'm like, wow, I'm gonna sink. So I don't know. I I I agree though. Doesn't seem like the kind of thing that. I mean, you must be able to learn by yourself. Like I don't think you need someone there like holding you up. But I think, but especially because she wasn't a kid, you know, like she. This was after they became poor that she like taught herself how to swim. She was because it was like, like the village. Children. I don't know if that matters. I don't think it's necessarily. Well, I'm just thinking of like you, you know how like babies. Yeah, have, like, but that's the just holding their breath to like hold their breath. Yeah, but that's not the same. This swimming. I don't know. It's, maybe it's just the same. I don't know. I maybe I'm just like applying the like how with languages, like it's easier to learn languages when you're like also, really young. I don't. Now that we just said that, I feel like that's always said as something that's like so crazy, like babies knowing to hold their breath, but like. Like, I know humans are bad at sur- – like, I know human babies are, like, really bad at survival or whatever, but, like, <laughs> I would totally – why would you expect a living thing to, like, take a breath of something that's not what it's supposed to yeah. breathe? Like, that seems like a ve- – like, wow, they know to hold their <laughs> breath. They know to not breathe in liquid. Like – Oh, okay. Can I tell you something that I learned recently about babies and liquid that I hate and that I now need to, like, pass babies this message can't on? can't have water. No. Um, so when you're in the womb, um, um babies fluid. pee in the womb. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they you're like breathing. they they're just floating around yeah, in the I know. pee. Mm-hmm. Horrible. What the fuck? Why? To give your kidneys time to learn how to work. 
But why isn't it like sucked out through their umbilical cord? Why do you have to pee it out? Into the, into the amniotic sac. Like, what are you question. doing? Why are we swimming around in our own pee? <laughs> I don't know. We don't poop at the very least. I did I did confirm that babies do not poop in the womb, but well, they do yeah. pee. And you yeah. want to know how I learned this? Because I was like scrolling through reels and a video popped up of someone having an ultrasound where their baby like yeah. peed during the ultrasound. That's and I was like, funny. this is horrible. <laughs> That's I hate everything about this. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> So Tam, she finds, Tamlin's like, oh, when did your dad lose his money? And she's like, how'd you know we used to be rich? He's like, peasants don't talk the way you do or whatever. <laughs> and they like talk about that. And then he tells her about like Lucian's backstory and how like Lucian's from the autumn court and has like yeah. seven brothers and he's like the youngest. And they all tried to kill him because apparently like the person who gets to be the high lord isn't the oldest. It's whoever's like the strongest or whatever. And they were like, you know, mm-hmm. let's get rid of the, you know, any possible competition. And then, like, Tamlin saved him. And now but they also here. killed his girlfriend. His dad killed his girlfriend yeah, and then, yeah, like, yeah. kicked him out. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't like, good enough. Like, oh, it's it's Lucian it's hunting open season. season. Yeah. yeah. And then he, like, killed one of them and Tamlin killed the other two or Wait, whatever. So this is when we first learn about the mating bond. That, like, the mating bond is a thing for fairies where, like, it's essentially just, like, soulmates. Like, mm-hmm. you, like. And it's, like, I, I'm very confused about, like, the mating bond because, like, because Tamlin, when he's describing Lucian and his girlfriend, Lucian, and he's like, yeah, Lucian just like was assuming that like, you know, the mating bond hadn't snapped into place yet, but like it would. Mm-hmm. And like, I just like the way the mating bond is described elsewhere. Like, it I seems know. like it doesn't make sense. Rare. Like, why doesn't it immediate immediately snap into place? Like the fact that so many yeah. people are like, oh, I'm just waiting for it to snap into place. And I'm like, mm-hmm. OK, but like if you're in a committed relationship with someone, like what what would be the reason that it wouldn't? <laughs> If it's yeah, gonna happen, you know, right. I just like, I don't. I do. like, Especially because it, we know right? that sometimes it happens when you're not even a committed really like right. It's... Well, you have to like accept it. Like it's not like I know, but you still feel it. You know what I mean? Like you, you kind of know, Fair, you have a no. sense that it's there. Farah doesn't. Anyway, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, I'm saying Farah doesn't feel it right now. Yeah, I'm saying it doesn't. She could. Yeah, none of it makes sense. And it's like supposed to be, you know, it's the classic, like it's supposed to be rare, but like the same way the imprinting is supposed to be rare in Twilight. And then like everyone and their mo- mother, everyone and their brother, I guess more appropriately, <laughs> is out here like imprinting on babies yeah. and shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so now she's back to being like mad that she can't see her family. Yeah. Which like, listen, and Tamlin's like, it's not silly. But she is like, she is like happy now. And she's like very cute. And she's like making jokes mm. and like. You can see her very yeah. much like finally getting to like have a personality that's like right. her own and that, that's not just dedicated yeah. to like taking care of other people. And it's mm-hmm. just like very sweet. And like I don't think um, – I mean I don't think this is a spoiler but I like I just want to – like I really don't think we get the rest of the series, Feyre, in the rest of the series if we don't have Feyre at the spring court. Like if she doesn't do this like healing mm-hmm. at the spring court that she's doing right now. I don't mm-hmm. think the rest of the series happens. Yeah, it's kind of like a progression. Like, she, she needs to eventually move the, like, yeah, I yeah. agree. Because we get this kind of, like, nice little, like, montage. She's like, yeah, yeah I, like the, I hang out with the High Lord. I'm happy to talk to him. We're spending hours in comfortable silence. And, like, she, he's, like, following her at one point. She sets a trap. And then he, like, reads her this poem <laughs> that he made with, like, the list of, like, random words. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's cute. And, like, and I was like, that's, that's cute. But also, like, that's, this is the worst uh, poem I've ever heard in my I entire <laughs> He also, at one point, sucks her blood. 
hurting herself with a rose. Like she picks a rose and is like cutting herself with it, basically like squeezing it, squeezing the thorns. Yeah. And he like he, and he heals it. He doesn't suck it out. He heals it. Like yeah, he, but he puts it to his magic. mouth. Yeah. He puts like, it to his mouth to it. heal it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah sure. But it has blood on it because it's like touching it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying she's turned on by it. And I was like, you Farah, you freak. <laughs> this is when we find out about the I think his backstory. And Tanlin's like, I'm only yeah, he's like, I learned how to write poems when I was like with the war bands and like that's how I got so good at it. And that's a brag, but that's why I'm so you know, we had okay. the competitions but who would write the best love poem, which like what it was a weird me. thing. I don't believe that, but like listen, I love it. And he's like, Yeah, I'm only good at fighting, not ruling. Like two things that we learn about Tamlin, um, in order of importance. One, that he plays a quote mean fiddle, and two, <laughs> that um he has a quote heart of stone. Vera overhears people telling him this multiple times that he has a oh, heart really? of stone. I yes. don't remember. I was gonna say we find out that his family was killed by an enemy high lord. That's kind oh, of important. Well, that too. Yeah, no, that's yeah. what I was going to say. No, but the heart of stone thing, remember that. That is something that's oh, now been mentioned twice. Didn't remember that. But by this enough. point. Listen. But more importantly, he can play a mean fiddle. Yeah. <laughs> more importantly. But sons of high lords can't be roving minstrels. They can't. <laughs> oh. Honestly, like, honestly, that should have been. This is what I what want for Tedlin's character. Like, I know. Roaming like, minstrel uh, Prithian. Yeah. <laughs> Singing his bad little poems, but like having yeah. the time of his life while doing it. Being hyped up by the townsfolk, absolutely. Aww, this Minstrel is really that's Tamlin's character arc that I want. Yeah. <laughs> the, the what is it? The troubadour is that what it's called? Yeah, the, yeah, like, yeah. Or yeah. like uh, there's a bunch of yeah, the troubadour, the um, the fool maybe, but like that's kind of like an option. Yeah, because you know, the fool's more like more overall, more like, like one uh, core, like not really traveling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so now it's calling my. Calumni, Cal- which autocorrects to calamari in my phone. Mine was Callan, Cullen, my, like the Cullens, which is bonfire night. And we find out that humans don't celebrate holidays at all anymore in this world because they're like so much like fuck the fairies. And like for some reason, the fairies get the holidays. It's not bonfire night. It's Beltane. That's the equivalent. It, sure. I'm saying Tamlin calls it bon. I'm not saying it's British bonfire uh, night. I'm saying oh, Tamlin that's what I thought. Bon. I was like, no, no, that's completely opposite times of year, Rachel. No. No, I'm saying that's how it's described in the book. Yeah. I don't know what actual holiday it is. It's be- it's supposed to be Belte, and that's what it is, which is like the start of spring in like Celtic mythology. Fair enough. And Feyre is like – Tamlin's like, yeah, like it's it's very like fairy. Like you wouldn't get it, but just like stay inside tonight. Don't come outside. Don't come outside. She's like, I'm not invited like, to your in ceremony. Your and he's like, no, you're not. And it's giving Bella being like, can I watch you hunt? Like, I don't know. That's what I'm no. Like, no, no, this is, mm. feels very tired. But anyway, Fair is like, um, I'm not missing out on the party because like I hear the music. Like I've seen people bringing out like delicious food. Like, fuck this. Like I'm going. Before that, Tamlin tells her about the party. And then like she overhears a conversation. I forget what the contact like. She's He knows she's there. But like Lucian shows up and they have this conversation with this like invisible monster thing. That sounds like mm-hmm. really, really scary. And it's all about like like the mysterious she again being like, yeah. why are you so like watch out, whatever. And Farrah's like, wow, it's like so scary. And then she like goes home and draws. Even though she can't see yeah. it, she goes home and draws like the scary. No, no, no. She can see it when it flies away eventually. Oh. Like oh, as really? soon as okay, – and it's, okay. it's, it's called the Ator. The Ator. Yeah. The Ator. Yeah. A-T-T-O-R. She keeps thinking like high lady perhaps instead of high lord. Um. I, which and I didn't. I didn't remember how much that pops up. Yeah, and I was like, like why that's not? Like, it should shadowing. be kind of. So yeah, yeah, sort of. And Lucian's like really bad. He's like, "What did you hear? What did you hear?" And like, whatever, it's fine. Yeah. So yeah, okay, yeah. so then she goes out to the bonfire. She's like, "Fuck this! I'm going to the bonfire." 
And she's like, wow, this is this is nice. This is nice. I love what you've done with the place. <laughs> this is great. And immediately gets us attacked. Not really attacked, but like three you know, fairies assaulted. try to sexually assault her. Um, yeah. But then, then, well, they're not high. Yeah. Fair, yeah. But then, then we hear a quote deep sensual male voice from a quote most beautiful man I have ever seen saying, "There you are. I've been looking for you." And it's sexy man. We don't know his name yet. A sexy mm-hmm. man with purple eyes, with violet eyes, which was giving mm-hmm. me very like old school romance. How all the heroines had like violet eyes, oh, the violet eyed heroine, it's except hero. it's like the guy. <laughs> he's violet eyes. He has purple eyes. Anyway, like they have a little chat, and she's like, "Wow, he was really hot and mysterious." But like, I'm gonna go now. And then Lucian appears, and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" And he picks her up, quote, like a sack of potatoes, and then runs her back to the house. And it was fe- it was getting very Edward and Bella there, um, mm-hmm. like definite Twilight vibes. And basically, Lucian mm-hmm. is like, "Listen, Tamlin has to fuck someone tonight in order to release the yearly <laughs> magic, which is hilarious." Just side note, like the fact that they have to fuck, but the implication. I was looking up like fan theories of this about whether like the uh, all the other courts do it because it's specifically said that all the courts do the great right, which is like the releasing of magic. But there is there's debate about whether like all of them do calumni specifically where you have to like fuck someone or whether they're just like normal and they don't do that. And it seems like it's just the spring court <laughs> that does the fucking thing. Yeah, oh, just absolutely. Freaks. So yeah, Lucia's basically like, listen, Tamlin is like gonna fuck someone tonight and it's gonna be really freaky and like you if he smells you he's gonna want to fuck you and he will Mm -hmm. assault you if like he will do it against your will because he won't be able to control himself he'll be like so feral and Pharaoh on one hand is like i like that some feral part of him wanted me but also it's like like i (laughs) the whole message is like oh he just can't control himself he's like giving himself over to his instincts (laughs) it's like not great not great i'm like yeah. Vera, it's a big old red flag right there <laughs> big old red flag but yeah so fairy did leave her room and then she's like bopping around and then tamlin comes back it's like 2 a.m and he like you know has hickeys and shit like he's fucked someone else and she's mm-hmm. like Meh, he's fucked someone else and he's like mer it's so unfair i had to have sex with someone else yeah he's like i Meh. smelled you and i couldn't find you and then he like yeah. um uh, he like yeah he like puts his claws in the wall up of her head like he like cages her in and then like gives her a big old hickey um and then he's like you should have listened to me like stay in your room in the future and then there's <laughs> just she slaps him and she's like don't tell me what to do yeah <laughs> like, and then she's like i'm it. so turned on yeah we have the lips and teeth and tongue well, she yeah. punches and I was him. like, this is a little hot. Yeah, yeah, I was like, listen, this this whole interaction, huge listen. red flag, but I'm also turned on. You know? Yeah. Like I was like, yeah. this is this is a little hot. This, I can admit. I'll admit it. I'm aroused. I'll admit mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then they're in a fight and then they come down and um Thera finally wears a dress. <laughs> she wears a beautiful golden dress that Alice puts her in. And I was like, this is once again Sarah J. Mouse is fully committing to the Beauty and the Beast bit, like, down to, like, having Belle coming down in a beautiful gold dress. <laughs> like, 
see the beast. Um, and like that's the turning point in their relationship. But yeah, she like comes down. And she's like, hello. And Tamlin got her roses and they like make up. And now they're just like growing closer. And then Feyre shows him her paintings and she's showing him all these paintings. Um, and one of them is like of her fucking <laughs> Isaac in the village or it's like specifically like their hands in the hay <laughs> and like mm-hmm. i was like damn like why <laughs> that's so much but okay uh but tam yeah tamlin was like wow you're such a good artist oh my god and then fair is like what can i do to help you and tamlin is like you can't do anything and i'm like bitch you lying why the fuck you lie <laughs> well because he has to i know but whatever and then they're like what? about to have kissy kissy time but then like mm-hmm. tamlin kind of low-key roofies her again like he not like she like falls asleep randomly oh, it, and it seemed no. like it just kind of came out of nowhere and she just like wakes up in her room it's not i a, don't know no she like goes yeah i'm not sure i wasn't clear on that hmm oh they're like it he like reveals his true nature at some point like he's been wearing a glamour the whole time so he like shows her what he really looks like and it's basically just like hotter and more spring-like than before um but she wakes up in bed the next day and she sees that everybody has um removed their like she sees everybody as they are and like she sees because alice is in the room and she has like wood bark skin she's like who the fuck are you and alice is like what bitch like it's mm-hmm. me and then Vera realizes that tamlin has like removed the glamour off of everybody so now she can see all these fairies including like a lot of fairies that were invisible and she's like so when i was like following the puka out and my dad and i was like i thought i was being sneaky like there was just hundreds mm-hmm. of people watching <laughs> tamlin was like yep uh sorry about that so th- then we get yoikes next day there's a severed head in the garden ah and lucian and tamlin lucian and tamlin are like ah oh, like it's it's not like fair's like oh my god is this a message from the mysterious like her from mysterious she like tamlin and then tamlin and lucian are like no like this is like this is probably from the night court. Like this is something the high Lord of the night court would find like amusing. Like he definitely just like did this to like fuck with us for fun. Like, it, blah. so like have that set up and that's, that's all listener. That's a, that's a wrap for this episode mm-hmm. on Akatar. Listener. Where, yeah. Tune in next week <laughs> for part two. Allison, where can they find us? Uh, Wow, you were so eager to say that. Like, you couldn't uh-huh. even let me Listen, say Listen, because that, you like, always try to beat me to <laughs> that it. That was the end of today's episode. Yeah. Well, sometimes I, like, wait, and you, like, take so long to realize that you're supposed to say it. Um, oh, yeah, but listen, I just, we just want to emphasize, like, part two will be coming next week. It's not going to be, like, the week after. Like, Bridgerton, the next Bridgerton will be coming, will be pushed back a week so that you can get like part one and part two one after another anyway you can talk about part one um on our social media pages at we read it one night on facebook tiktok and instagram at we read it podcast on twitter and you can also check out our etsy store with some feminist cat loving kinky merch and you can check out our rebel store with some we read it one night themed merch and you can also leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening and you can also leave us a review with words we like receiving those we just got one on apple Podcasts, and it was very nice 
really really made my day so um go forth and uh nice and do that five star review only please (laughs) (laughs) except except we we did get one one star review that was funny (laughs) sometimes i like read it have a little chuckle yeah yeah (laughs) Um, won't say any more about that but it's public so whatever okay all right godspeed comrades comrades godspeed Thank you.